Hi, Emmanuel. Okay. <laughs> All right, cool. Okay. Let's go. How should we start? I mean, I'm, I'm, ex I'm so excited for this one. Uh, crazy that we've been able to put it together. Um, obviously, the cast of Family Lama decided to, not decided, but has been nice enough to join us. We're so grateful. Again, thank you for coming on. Uh, Made in Trafford podcast, most influential podcast in the world. Come um, on. Why? <laughs> why? Yeah, why is it? I don't it know, is what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> and what, I, can I get some background on the name, please? Made My name Trafford. is Emmanuel. No, 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 I know your name, but I mean the name of the Oh, podcast. right, Made in Trafford. Because yeah. um, it's where we're made, it's where we're from. So we're from a small place in a, a district called Durrock. Um, not a lot of people. Wow. Have you ever heard of the shopping centre Lakeside? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I've heard of Lakeside. Yeah, yeah. The area yeah there you go. Around, yeah. But obviously we're trying to be more than just Lakeside. It's probably our most popular thing, but we want, we want to be more than just that. So that's, that's where the name stems from. But it's where we're made and we're proud of it. But obviously, we're very keen on um, becoming more than just our area. So that's something okay. we had to represent. But also, there's something out there that we're striving towards and we want to be more than. And then the most influential podcast just came from a streak where we was like saying, oh, you know what? I hope Dave goes number one. And then Dave went number one. Or I hope Stormzy goes number one. Not even I hope. We were saying he will go number one. And then they went number one. So we're saying our influence is mad. Oh, okay, yes, I understand. You're just speaking it. Blame it. Claim speaking it into it. existence. That's the one. <laughs> Family oh, man. Man. Views on the first That's show. what we do right Love there. That's the one, oh, Tom. It's on the most influential podcast. The show's going to do numbers now, watch. Not that it weren't already, but watch them. <laughs> <Amen. come. laughs> so I'm how's everyone lying. been? How Me? has everyone been? Been good. I am a social hermit. Um, anyway, so being up in my house is kind of always a good thing for me. So I'm kind of enjoying it. I'm enjoying the downtime, enjoying sort of just spending time um, writing more and just kind of being a bit alone. But um, every so often I have to force myself to leave the house. Um, yeah. Otherwise, like I was saying to Danielle, the vitamin D levels just like... <laughs> yeah, you have to. <laughs> no, you can't stay staying at the same four walls. So I guess the best place to start really would be just give um, from your everyone's perspective that's on the show, give your own, I want to hear from you guys, describe Famalam like to people who might not have seen it before. Obviously we've seen it, we were blessed enough to see uh, the new season. Um, oh, really? Yeah, we watched some episodes. So and you might, listen, elite comedy, elite comedy. Don't lie to us, you know. Nah, Listen. no one. But we was we was in we was in the group chat. First thing I said, what they've created, and what I love is I love when my comedy has a bit of social commentary and just like things that you don't people don't pick up. For I don't know how much we can say, but there's so many skits that are just like yeah, that's that's like they've actually taken the time to look at what's going on on the outside and they've actually been like, how can we make this funny? You know, like mm. and that's that's what I appreciate in my comedy. What what's what, what's your take on it? Who me? Nah, like um, the the cast, of course. So start with um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Start with Tom. What would be your take on it? I have a rule. Ladies first. They are my. They are my uh, bosses. Basically, his rule is 
ain't gonna have to say it. I'll just be proper. <laughs> Take a lot of samples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. intelligent. That's why she has to go first. And they want to go to the game of food before everyone. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> What's the game sports together? I understand. I like that. Speak. Speak on it. Okay. So, um, <laughs> Fabulam, for me, <laughs> I stand in a very weird place because being in the show, um, um, being blessed to write on the show, and then almost putting a, a pressure on myself that I have to. I have a responsibility to get it to the black people. Yeah. Using my 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 influence, I I pull it. I made it a thing like I have to make sure a lot of people see this. So from the pilot to season one, it was only in season two that I felt like the culture or the the people that I wanted to see it saw it. So, yeah. Yeah. And now that this is like now that we've got your attention, we now have to show you we were good since the pilot mm. this show has been amazing since the pilot this show has been doing social commentary and it's like so when you're saying to me oh it was in the group chat and blah, 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 i'm just like are you sure that really you sure so that's what you want yeah like that's what we want we want we want it to go everywhere that's one but your own people like this is a black show guys they're Unapologetically you, black as well. I like on that. A, on a Doctor right. Umar thing, it's a black show, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's a good show. I feel like we've touched on a lot of things. I feel like this is our series three. Like series three of a show is usually mm. like, yo, we're is, here. Yeah, we're yeah. here. We're putting our yeah, flag yeah. down. I love that. And I really hope it is that this season. I really because everyone's at home now. You now you you got no excuse to look at us now. So, exactly. yeah, and I feel we, we, we do fit the bill and we, we, we will entertain. That's no, what I've got to not. say, Bemi. Okay, well done, well done. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I think um, I've loved this show since the pilot. Um, and I was saying earlier to these guys that I think for me, just the, the jokes and the camaraderie on set, just from that alone, I know the show is going to be great. I haven't seen much of, I haven't seen like the finished stuff like you have in the same way. I've seen maybe bits when we go back into the studio and, and you know, when you're on set, but you don't know how it's going to be paired together, what sketch is going to go with what sketch. And, um, but there some sketches, um, the favorites I think have evolved and I'm really interested to see how those characters have evolved. Um, there, yeah. are, there, are new, um, there are new characters and new things as there are always every series. So I'm really excited and I agree that third series or something. For me, I'm just like, we have a third series. It's really important that we do have this third series and that um, it's not a fluke. It's not like, okay, they did one series, that was funny. Okay, yeah, second series could be a fluke. The third series is like, yeah. Um, that's it's right, yeah, that's right. And that's so exciting to be on a show that that has lasted this long. It's really exciting for me. So what was you guys' first, um, what, but Daniel's got to answer first. Before yeah, I yeah, Daniel's got to answer. <laughs> not even, I don't want any trouble. the question? The question was, um, <laughs> Demi's question was, what is your take on Fambalam? My take on it, I like it. Blackity <laughs> black, black, blackity black, blackity black. Blackity black. Yeah. black, black, black. <laughs> That's a fact. That's it. 
Um, yeah, and it's something that you can really relate to. It's nice that there's there's more stuff on TV for us. I think there, over the last few years, I felt like, you know, black entertainment, which is important. You want to see people that look like you on TV, no matter what. Like, not even on TV, but in all forms of entertainment, you want to see people that look like you. So shows like this, um, obviously, was fortunate enough to speak with the cast of Enterprise as well. Um, so shows like you guys are what's important like actually showing the black experience and it's really nice that you all have mentioned that in some way shape or form in discussing Famalam. so i think it's that's really important but tom what was going to be your question i've now spiraled into two things as you were just talking i think mm. Famalam also yes it's coming from a black perspective but when something's funny every everyone finds it funny yeah, that's yeah. why I feel like Family Lamb does. It's not just oh, this is uh, from blacks, made by blacks, and only blacks can can laugh at it. I feel like this comedy doesn't have any bounds. It's just funny. Mm. Um, that's one thing. And two, I was gonna ask you guys since you've watched it, yeah, without saying any spoilers. We only watched the first first five episodes, but yeah. What do you oh, mean, I haven't watched anything, bro. So we watch, so we leaked that, yeah. But when it, first of all, like before we get into that, like when when is this when is this actually releasing? Because you know we, we don't want to. We haven't even watched much. episodes. How would we know if anything? It's just a talent. We don't know anything. Literally, literally, bro. Literally, I'm asking you, like, <laughs> like it's drugs, bro. Send I need that. that. <laughs> Send me that pack. I don't, I, I Five eps? So... That's feeding me for a week. <laughs> <laughs> like, where I binged it. What are you doing? <laughs> Your life is feeding um... you for a week. <laughs> <laughs> expensive life. You have to ration stuff, you know. What? No, Listen, I'm true. like, you can't mess that so it's like last for at least six months, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like 20 minutes. That's gone in like. Guys, in this time, you can't watch, you can't finish your good stuff. That's true. That's you got to hold on to that. It's true, it's true. But what you're Sorry. saying about um, the show, though, it makes sense because I feel like the comedy has that like anyone can get it type, type feeling to it because mm. you obviously say it's, you know, it's for black people and by black people, but sometimes when you incorporate jokes from other races, it's actually mad funny too. So like, it's not necessarily, it's yeah, 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 you're not, yeah, yeah. you're not, you're not like, you know, dancing around certain subjects. We can take the piss out of black people, but also white people too. And Asian people, it's, it's a good, it's a good blend of, of, of like comedy and experiences, especially from the UK. So mm. something people are quite scared to do nowadays because things are quite sensitive. So I feel like Every, this show yeah. really, really yeah. Like, yeah. pushes the boundaries. Everything is sensitive. And that's all we wanted. I don't want it to be so. Black people who get to sort of tell these stories, there are things that we have a sort of, we can speak on, but other people can't. And so I think that does give us a kind of um, an authority to speak on certain things. But also, yeah, there is that beauty of going, actually, we can laugh at humanity. Like like you're saying, where, you know, humanity and the way humans are is fun. So if you tap into that, then that's great, you know? Mm. Yeah. I mean, I just want like what Tom, go back to what Tom was saying and what we've seen from uh, the most recent season. Without trying to give anything away, it's just a laugh a minute, like it's non-stop. And actually, like it's one thing to be funny, but actually laugh out loud funny, like from literally from 
the beginning to end, really, every single episode, there's something in there. Um, and you make characters that actually stick that you want to see more of, which is just fantastic. Right? Yeah. Especially because I don't think we have a lot of uh, sketch shows like this, which I think, you know, is, is mind-blowing. Um, but you guys have definitely taken advantage. I don't think where you're the only one, like, you have to run with it, definitely, because I can't think of anything else. Maybe Swill is a bit I, similar. With, with that being on YouTube, and it's a different thing, because I feel like if he had a different budget, budget maybe he would have been able to do some of the things that um, we were able to do. Yeah. And well, I was going to say, yeah, it looks like the money was spent. The CGI to be some of the stuff that you guys are doing, I'm that not going like to say nothing about budget. Hmm. <laughs> but, but, it like it costs a pretty penny, I'm not going to lie. But um, there was a show in America. I completely forgot it. Like, I can even Google it right now. But it was a sketch show. Um, it's an all-black sketch show. Recently. Mm. Recently, and it came on Netflix. Mm. And it's weird. When you're in the sketch show and you hear another black sketch show is yeah. out, you go and watch it, innit? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it just... Yeah. It, it, yeah. Hmm? <clears throat> <laughs> it just weren't it. Okay. It just weren't a thing. And I can... What do you say? It just weren't it. Just weren't it. it just weren't a thing. Yeah, and I can see where, you know, it can be really hit and miss and, you know... It's hard to get the right type of people into that room, and I think I feel like the cast is like we're all we're all black, yes, but we're all diverse black. If that kind of makes sense, we're from yeah. different places, yeah, yeah, and we can that do different things. And when you put that all in a room together, mm. that's why I said anyone can get it because it's mm. and that's what that sketch show lacks. It's like they were all bland, all being too safe. Yeah, would you say? <laughs> yeah and it's, it's like, like uh, they, didn't, they didn't go for it. It's, it's like a yeah. white chicken. Who? <laughs> <laughs> it's like white chicken. Fam, it's, it's just on your episode, fam. It's on your episode, don't worry. Bro, I'm waiting for you to send me those five episodes. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You're talking about me. So you know that sketch, yeah. Daniel? It's me, I'm Okay. Mm. That, that yeah, sketch is my favorite sketch. sketch, man. Is it? Yeah, man. The way you just it's picked up the spice and was like, yeah, we're going to need this. <laughs> Put it right away. I can't believe you guys haven't seen it. Amazing. Um, Daniel, what's it like? What's it? What's the experience been like? Because obviously, this is, uh, it's new for you. So, I mean, not the acting, but like being on the show. What's that been like? Um, honestly, it's the best job I've ever done. Like, mm. everybody on mm. set, like, Every single person down to like the line runner. The producer is a friend of mine. His name is Akemji, isn't it? And mm. Akemji is the one that brought me to the audition. I was like, what are you saying, basically, for this season? And I just feel like he created such a safe space to like be authentically black, like be yourself, not have to worry about representing a whole race. Sometimes I'm mm. on jobs and I'm like, the only woman or the youngest or the only black person and there's a lot of pressure to feel like you're representative of something sometimes yeah. and as soon as I'm shedding that this job was like really just allowed me to be just 100% myself and like everybody's just doing trying to do the same thing working for the same mission mm. And it and it's just all banter like every day is just banter it's just like going to play out with your friends every day yeah. Yeah, 
I love that energy. Do you think having a safe space like that creates an environment for better performances? Mm. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Some some spaces, you might be in a production where there might be a joke about black people or something to do with black people. Mm. And you're like, you don't feel that or you don't, like you're trying to explain it to people that are not from your community. And so what this job was, was like, we never had to do that because we all could relate to what we were all speaking about. And yeah. I feel like it just creates a safer space for you to free up, for you to improvise, for you to like go wild with it because there's no, there's no um, gaze, you know, like that. Yeah, um, I heard that. Yeah, nice. I was saying, I liken it to being like, um, being a guest in someone's house versus being in your own home, mm. but not just oh, being yeah. in your own home, being the host there's a kind of just a sense of this is our house and we get to sort of um work together in cultivating something that is ours and it feels um really really special like it i remember the first series of that i came off of doing a job where i felt really marginalized as a black person i felt like constant just microaggressions and racism and then so to go from that job to the, it was healing, it was really healing mm. because I could just be apologetic, unapologetically me. Um, and that didn't, doesn't even necessarily mean black, it just means I could just be me. And yeah. um, when you're in an environment where it's easy to be you, you can bring so much to the table. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can, you can definitely tell that from some of your characters you played, Demi, like you're really in your element do you like are they based on certain people you know because some some of the way you tap into your characters yeah it just makes you feel you there's like a few aunties you must know that behave like this because she's like, just <laughs> you know what tom would say that i am those aunties um, <laughs> um i think i'm getting i'm getting to that point in my life where i I have auntie vibes myself. But She's on Facebook up until the late, late, early, early morning. <laughs> That's too much. It's not your fault. Um, <clears throat> but no, I, I genuinely, yeah, I do. I I know a lot of those women. We know, I think we do. We know them. So you yeah. sort of yeah. taking some from that, but then also putting on your, your own flavor. And I love being able to just play, go from, playing those artists to play like a boy to yeah. play like you know there's just so much fun to just be able mm. to be a comedian yeah. a lot of re- recurring characters do you guys enjoy any more than others or like who is it for you that is that that's your fave to keep going back to um i love exploring uh Idris Elba's character. I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> That's <'cause laughs> ridiculous. Because I genuinely, man. his career fascinates me because of the choices he's made in the films mm. he's picked. And how cocky he's been sometimes. <laughs> it's so easy to like, um, to, to turn comical basically. And mm. this season, if you guys have watched it, what, we're playing on the we're playing on the fact that he there's nothing he can't he, do. He, there's nothing he can't do, <laughs> and that's that's and the accent you know watching Lufar watching the way he walks, like um, being allowed to like um, riff or like just improvise on the set has mm. been improvisation has been something that's very 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 like um, 
allowed or um, what's the word I can use? We all improvise. Some of the sketches that from season two, for example, that went viral, mm. the director just says go, Mad. and we're just we're just chatting rubbish, and then we see that on the on the actual when it comes out, it's like oh, you picked this take. And it just shows that it's um Bemi was talking um we did that interview just just before this one and she was talking mm. about how if uh, she has any tips for actors, she would she would say that um you should go and enjoy life, go on holiday, be with friends, because it's it's those experiences that you draw from to put into your work. And improvisation, you're literally where are you going from? If if you've not been enjoying your life or doing anything or watching things, you wouldn't know where to Exactly, where to yeah. draw those things from mm. yeah that's good that's I'm pleased that you picked Idris as well because that was a character that I got a lot of entertainment from uh, ladies which one for you would it be or characters that you enjoyed portraying <laughs> I mean you are looking like that <laughs> <laughs> Um, I really enjoyed yeah. Mafia Boss. That was my favorite character to play. Yeah, that was hard. <laughs> I've that never, like, hard. I think I played like Sam in Bugsy Malone when I was very young. Mm. But just the fact that it's just so dumb. Like, <laughs> like, anything dumb, bring me. I'm like, yeah. And so, and even just being a man, like. So now I'm a man, they've given me like a little five o'clock shadow, a little bumping, and I'm just like, ah, oh, man looks kind of nice, still. <laughs> Would you date you as a dude, Danielle? What? Date you. Mm. Would you date you as a dude? Is you feeling yourself? You would not date that man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Did you like it? Yeah, no, nah, that was a really good one. You should be proud of yourself. Especially uh, it's it's hard to discuss without giving away any spoilers. Yeah, that's why one... send us the link, fam. Discuss. <laughs> <laughs> But Daniel, you should be really proud of yourself, especially the one that's centered around, uh, I'll just say it's centered around Facebook. And that is, it's, again, it goes back to, it's, it's the writing, you playing the character so well, but it's funnier because it's something we've all been through, you know, that something being happening on Facebook and then, you know, I'll let the people find out for themselves. But yeah, it's, that is a very great skit. Thank you. Mm. Demi, what for you? Um, I've always loved playing the aunties, like, I just, like, they're just, they're, you know, close to my heart, um, uh, and I love Fat Sam, I love, um, I love playing Sam, just, um, mm. you know, you finish with that, uh, uh, man, um, so I like that, I just, yeah, but I had, to, there was a few other things, I, I, I had lots of fun this season, so. There was, there's a, a very good one with the aunties this season, um, ah, oh, we've all been through it, basically, ah. Oh. It's so hard to talk about that because you really want to get dive what into is, it. What would be the what is the title if you were to like give a caption to it? What would uh, it be? Going on going on holiday. Run away from going, auntie. Going night. Oh yeah, going night. Going on holiday when you have an auntie yeah. from it's, Africa. It's, 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 that's Africa. a reality. Listen, <laughs> they might be spoiling the holiday. Was, I think I saw that one. That was genius. Yeah, that's wow. true. Wow. It's, it, it just wow. goes back to 
it's when it captures something that you can relate to and that's the best form of comedy where you feel 100%. like you've seen that in your in your actual day-to-day life like, i thought yeah when it's i that, thought they uh, couldn't actually happened to me i thought they couldn't thought they were the all lining up. but the containers were all lining up ready with oh. their stuff and i was like come on man <laughs> <laughs> you guys have really done something special this season honestly you should be very proud of yourselves um just out of interest, just in terms of acting and stuff like that in general. So I've been going on a bit of a, I don't know, it's a, it's an idea of mine. I've been thinking, do we have better actors uh, here in the UK than the States? So that's just a, something that I've been discussing. We've discussed on the show previously, but I wanted to get your take on that. What, take, take, what do you say? Then? What do you think? I've said yes, Mm-mm. but okay. I. My reason is I just think we have better actors who, uh, it's part of the reason why we're seeing a lot of, especially black actors taking, not taking their roles, but getting their roles in films that might have gone to an American actor. So I've been for, I'd say the last year, it's on the show, it's come up a few times where I've expressed, I think our actors are better than in the States. And then whenever we've had an actor and I put the question to them. Do you know what, yeah? Um... Someone put it like this to me. Yeah? Mm. He, so I was speaking to my, my cousin, who's, a, who's an actor. He came from France to come mm. and here because the French industry, they, they've turned out like 600 movies a year. Do you know any of them? No. No. Cool. Now, and obviously there's a bit of racism there, but he's had more work here in the year that he's been here than he's like 32. Mm. And he said, he doesn't understand why we want to go America because one, all the big product, all the films, all the series that people like, most of them are here. Mm. Or they're filled with British actors. Okay. Do you know why people want to go to America? Because they want to eat and they want to get paid. <laughs> let's yeah. not, let's okay. not mix like, mm. okay. like, um, money <laughs> is a big thing. But it's not even about going, it's, it's not and even about necessarily, Sorry, I was just to say that also when you go to the States um, and you audition for things out there, um, you could be auditioning for something and the people in the room are black, are white, are Asian, they're all auditioning for that part because Mm -hmm. they're not necessarily, they've started to move beyond the place where they're going, this is the black part. In the UK mm. here, I can still go up for auditions and be like, oh, there's five other chicks in this room who look like me. They obviously this is the part that they've gone, this is for the black person. And mm-hmm. I feel like those doors are, I'm not saying it's not the same, there is racism, there is stuff all over the place, but mm. I feel like America has moved beyond that to the sense where there's a lot more opportunities to lead as a mm. black person. And I think that's what um, black British people are, are kind of looking for, is opportunities to get paid and opportunities to to be beyond the box that we get put in in the UK and Europe. Yeah, no, I get that. But I guess the question is more talent-wise, like, do you think we gen, do we yes. have better? That's, that's a yes for you. Me? Look at all your big, the biggest, the biggest series that you I'm on watch. your side, by the way. Like, that's, that's my stance. I think just, we definitely just, do. I don't need to even answer that question. Mm. Just look at all the big shows that you think are big shows. Even look at Ozark. Just look at Ozark. For example, I don't know if any of you watch Gazette. I've yeah. seen Ozark, yeah. You know what? I need to start watching it because my there mom is always a it, British yeah. person that is peak. Um, Game of Thrones that swept the world. I don't even need to tell you how much British people are in there. Obviously, it's like 
um, it's mainly Caucasian people. But if if it's a British and US thing, or is it a Black British and US thing? I mean, I guess it's both. Uh, but I guess the talent, even still, I guess the answer still remains the same. You know, mm. I, I still think it's a a battle that we win. I, d- I don't know if there needs to be a battle, personally. Yeah. Not a battle, but it's... Um, but it's, as in, I don't... I don't understand... Personally, particularly in the black community, I feel like there's this energy where we're starting to pit each other against each other, like... And, and, yeah. And I think it can become a bit unhealthy, especially when you go out to the States as a British actor and you start feeling there is an energy of why why are you here? Why mm. Our jobs and and actually I go and I think it's more important to kind of understand I'm talking in the black community particularly particularly now that um, that we're all in it together and there isn't a sense of you're better than this you I think it's down to opportunity and I think um, and and individual talent I think there are black act- American actors who wipe the floor with some of us here I think there are some black British actors who wipe the floor with so I think it. I think it depends who you're talking about and in what context, you know? Mm. Um, One thing I will say is I think black Brits are open, have a, a privilege of, in this country, of seeing more of the world. When you're in America, in the black community in America, you feel like um, America is very insular. It's very about America. Probably if I never even left yeah. their state. And, mm. and, and I've met a lot of people who haven't left their state, let alone the country. And I'm not saying that, that doesn't happen here, but here through education, through whatever other means, we just tend to be a bit more uh, aware of other things going on in the world. And mm. I do think in that, what you were saying, Richie, about like um, experience in life and, and other, you know, so I think there is an edge that we can have. But I, the work ethic of Americans just is insane. The hustling mentality of Americans is insane. You go there and you're just like, they will succeed, you know? And so mm. I think we can learn from each other, personally, like, yeah. um, when, it, when we're talking. So that's me, yeah. Okay. Thanks for asking my question. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, uh, I think most of those, like, US and UK comparisons kind of come from, like, the fact that, like, we, I mean, maybe no, not as much now, but, you know, growing up, we kind of looked at their scene as being more developed than ours, and we see it as, like, a staple but as time has progressed, exactly but now mm. i feel like the, the tables have turned a bit and we've kind of you know created our scene to be a point where we're almost we have the the world's attention in all kinds of media so it's like we grew up watching them so mm-hmm. when it comes to like doing the accents and everything we grew we have grown up yeah, watching patterns yeah. now with them like for example black um u.s um actors not a lot of them can do our accent. They didn't grow up watching The Crown or The Real <laughs> McCoys or... What about Don Cheadle? Rate his accent. Don Cheadle. Oh, no, 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 no. 11, 12, please, 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 please. <laughs> please, let's not get into that. that a shocking <laughs> attempt. I, as, as mad as it is, I, I don't think there's been a black um, US actor that has done our accent to a, to a, a London accent. Mm. Or let alone a British one. It's mad, but it's been mainly the white, the white US actors that have been able to do it. Mm. And that's also it I is, think it's a tough accent to do. I don't think it is. I just think it's. I think it's opportunity. It's just opportunity, and what people are 
the boxes people are put in. Like, right. if you're a black American and you're like, you're going to play these roles in your career. Why are, you, why are you even trying to learn, like, the Queen's English? Who told you you're going to play a royal person? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> like you, why would that be in your arsenal of things? I think there's going to be a new generation of um, black Americans down the line who are going to nail it because um, the world is getting smaller and we are opening our eyes to other countries and things like that. Because already, yeah. I remember watching some guy in, online, I mean, he wasn't good, but and he wasn't an actor, but he was making fun of, like, Top Boy and going, fam, man. Oh, yeah. Really I saw that. Bad <laughs> American version <laughs> of, like, of, like, how... You got the food, did it? You got the food. That was really, even though it was horrible, it was really exciting because I was like, there's a whole other culture that is being, ex- like, black people are going, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Black people in London talk like that. And so yeah. I think there'll be and a new generation gangsters. who will nail that. Mm. Yeah, who will nail that down the line. So, yeah, I think, yeah, it's about what we're able to see. Yeah, sure. I think the most important thing is that the doors, not that the doors, but, like, the world is becoming smaller. So I guess people are becoming more open-minded and seeing more of the world so for example like what you guys were saying uh, more people have taken in british culture over the last few years even with our own music scene where you know you look at the don't rush challenge for example americans have seen that so they know what's going on they know there's a there's something going on here so like you said yeah definitely i'm i guess in the few in the next few years we could see an american do a good british challenge is you know yeah. what, yeah? <laughs> Where, where's, where's his face? Where's he gone? Oh, there he is. <laughs> <What? laughs> I'm just he, making sure. Not that old, yes? No, I do. Oh, I wanted to just be in the note. <laughs> I don't know if it's on Facebook yet. It'll be on Facebook in two months, don't worry. <laughs> when, when, when the epidemic is done, that's when it will touch Facebook, bro. No I know some people be, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how you people are. <laughs> you guys have to do something with the I, I think Danielle might just be gone, you know. Uh, she's frozen. <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, she's blinking. She's blinking. She's all right, man. She's good. She's good. <laughs> Reminds me of that uh, video that Michael Dapper did with um, I can't remember who it was. It was just freezing constantly. <laughs> More comedian. Mo, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bam, listen, that's the thing, you don't even know why I like. Bam, listen, listen. This guy's not serious. Not today, not today. Not today, big man. You know the best thing about your skit show? I feel like, and I guess this probably goes into the writing, yeah, is you could probably make a skit about anything, you know? Because honestly, yeah. it's, so, it's so culturally you know, like relevant. Like, for example, even right now, yeah, with the epidemic going on, there's bare aunties and uncles sending WhatsApp false news. That can easily just be a skit. Do you know what I'm saying? You guys can yeah. find. There it might be a Corona anyway. skit. There might be. Has to be. Has to be. Who knows? Is it in the talk already? We don't even know. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's it's in the pipeline. We can exchange. You know, you give me that link and. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you're actually on the show and you still haven't seen it. <laughs> how does the writing like what what makes you tap into these ideas how does the process go Jamie do you want to tackle this one? or no Daniel I should tackle it someone, someone else should tackle it 
yeah, it's basically stop mooching yeah. from talking. You live your life, things will happen to you. You think, oh, I'm gonna write that down. That's it. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I feel, I feel like that <laughs> doesn't necessarily <laughs> work. Yeah. I said, <laughs> I'm, I'm I feel like that that wouldn't necessarily work with someone like um, what's the situation, Benny? When I don't want to, I don't want to give too much information, but basically, you're you're supposed to be somewhere. And then all of a sudden, you have to take off all your clothes and you have to go to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I can't explain right. too much, but yeah. where where has that ever been a life experience in terms of being a? You'd be surprised. I think even when there's a sketch like that where we're talking about something that is like weird and like it actually does the nugget comes from something real. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Women who are gonna be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know that one. I know, I know about them ones there. I know about like having the underwear, having the the body shaping underwear, and like I need to now do some business. Um, okay, but yeah, yeah. I, I think with how we work in Famlam is we'll have like a writers room, like a room or workshop day, and we'll just talk about things that we think are funny. And then, yeah. you know, and we'll read some sketches that people have written and we'll come up with ideas then and there. Some of us will go away and write sketches based on, on those conversations. Um, but then even then when we get on set, it is still like, what people is still writing, there's still sketches being developed. Like, I remember in yeah. season two, there was like a, oh, we've got a we've got 15 minute window. Let's, let's create a sketch now. You wow. know, so <laughs> that stuff is, um, always happening so i think the way we work is quite it's quite fun the way mm. sort of developed on the show okay um and also like um back to the accent thing is this just like your like from your life experiences that you've learned these accents and you like sharpened them or do you have somebody helping you with your accents for example there was um i don't want to say what it is but i can say countdown how did you get your accents to be perfect <laughs> for Countdown and the other show, the TV show games? Danielle's from the islands. So <laughs> oh, is she I'm from the islands? The, blood. the island girl, yeah? I'm personally taking the piss. <laughs> <laughs> I, am not the, I am not the greatest at my Jamaican accent and, and that's what made it funny. <laughs> yeah. For the other ones from season two, for this one I, 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 I barely said stuff. I think it was more my expressions and stuff. But those guys, Samson and Samson, not being here, but he he grew up a lot uh, around a lot of um, island island mandem and gyalder and all them thing there. I see. But I see. it's the the UK. Remember, Caribbeans came here before the Africans. So yes, when we yeah. came here. If you think about lingo at school, we're all saying thing and mandem and yeah and brethren and so it's like it's in you. It's just now yeah. someone's paying you to do it from camera. That's amazing. <laughs> That's living a dream. Do you know what? Something that really adds to the show is how good the hair and makeup is as well, because it really adds to uh, a lot of the characters. I just think that's something I wanted to point out because. It just, you guys all look great, but it can take you from looking one way to looking another, or even looking another race in general. Like, it's just interesting how much the hair and makeup had an effect on this particular, has an effect on this show and how great you guys look on it. 
Mm. Yeah. I, I, I love being able to be in the chair and then you come out of it and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm a completely different person. <laughs> I remember I think one day when I was doing a, a fat sand sketch on the same day, I might have been doing an auntie sketch and just mm. going and just going from those two things is <laughs> so much fun. It's just so much fun. Like that's kind of why I want to do it. When John gets his makeup done, yeah, he will stand up from the chair as the character. As soon as the character is on his face, he's now walking, talking, everything like the character. And it's just so beautiful to watch him like sitting down and be like, mm. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he gets up and he's some next guys. Like, that's his I love to see it. I'm always battling them because I don't like wigs. I don't like scratching stuff because my skin is sensitive. So I, I hate taking off my beard. I mm. feel like I'd suffer every season. I grew <laughs> a beard for six months and they said, yeah, all of it has to go. And they're constantly irritating, irritating. And at the end, when I look like a dog with all the bumps, nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, yeah it looks good for the show. But when, I, when I'm experiencing real life, where I have to draw my talents from, yeah, I look like a dog and I don't want to go. <laughs> hold on, if you live most of your life with a grown-out beard anyway, who cares if you've got trying to like, like razor bump? You're just going to grow it out. No one can see your face yeah, right now. Takes, takes Every January back. of my life, I've looked like a dog because of this show. <laughs> it's not None true. of you guys know what I do. You look really cute without your beard. Like, like I really appreciate that because I've been I heard that women cute actually means that you're good looking. I didn't know that. Yeah. You did I thought it was just women trying to say, Oh, you're you're not you're not Morris Chestnut, you're, you're cute. That's, <laughs> how I'm always that's what guys do. When a guy says a girl's cute, that's what they mean. They mean oh, she's cute, you know, but um no, nah, I Oh yeah, that is true. Because when she's peng, she's peng. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's levels. There's levels. Who's ever called a girl cute? Exactly. Why? <laughs> Sometimes it has to happen. If yeah, you guys could have anyone come on the show, like make a cameo, who would it be? Because I think uh, a bit like SNL in the States, they have someone, he'll, they'll make a cameo. For you guys, who would it be? I wrote a sketch this season that it got filmed and it's in it. It was one of like the the politically correct gangsters and it was supposed to be a cameo but it didn't happen in the time oh. and Daniel Kaluuya wanted to do it oh. it didn't it didn't it didn't work out but that would have been amazing schedule issues just a small little cameo yeah no that's all you want he only has to come in for 15 minutes isn't it because he started in comedy yeah he was in skins in it as well yeah, he gets that world and, you know, he watches the show mm. and he's a fan, so it would have been nice. Yeah, that would have been a sick one. Femi, is there anyone you would have liked or you would like to have one in the future? Let's see what we'll Femi's like, I'm already here. <laughs> <laughs> Me or Danielle? I'm sure you said Danielle. I definitely said Femi. Yeah. Oh, did you say <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I'm just staring there going, um, you know what would be really quite cool? It would be nice, like, if um, some of the, like, I don't know, some old, some of the guys from, like, um, 
a real McCoy or something, like to do a, mm. would have been a mm. fun sketch to have had like, I don't know, previous generation of like sketch comedy um, meets new generation of sketch comedy. I don't know, there could have been something funny, Matt. But, um, mm. but I can't think of any individual people that I'm like, like celebrity kind of person that needs to be on the show. I think mm. we bring the funny. We don't need no, we don't need, we don't need outsiders coming in <laughs> trying to be like, feeling our jobs. Daniel, did you not, did you not still jump? No. Did you not steal job? How can I ever steal? Look at me. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> job. Energy. Um, Daniel, is there anyone like, you'd like? I would love someone like D Double or something to come on and. Oh, that'd be hard. It'd have to be as. Do the the history one in it, the history skit, like yeah, British history. Yeah. Is that in this one as well? This I don't think. Maybe. I don't think so. No, I didn't. I don't remember seeing it. I like that one. Though. That was good. I love Scribbler P. Scribbler P. Do you know? No. Do you know? Last season, one everyone thought I was Scribbler P. Wait, then my <laughs> Scribbler cousin P. changed his name. We will never Twitter. tell. Yeah, no my cousin knows. changed his name to Scribbler P. Okay. On Twitter, so everybody started. People started following him and messaging him, saying, "Oh my God, you're amazing!" <laughs> and he lived like that for a whole month before he said, "I'm not scribbling." Like, no way. Get that just gaining money. followers. And then just that's jokes. No I forget how you can. <laughs> I respect that. Is there any other um, skit shows you guys like? For example, me, I I only watched the, the Chappelle show maybe a few years ago, so quite late, but. That always rings a bell to me of like some of the Key and Pill's good. Ones. Yeah? yeah. Dave Chappelle definitely, but Key and Pill, like yeah. they are picking up the the, the baton from Dave Chappelle, but mm. in their own right, they are peak. I need to watch them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I love Key and Pill. Like um um in the UK, in terms of sketch shows in the UK, like I like weird things. Like I loved League of Extre- like League of uh, League of the uh, League of Gentlemen, mm-hmm. which was like um, it's not a black show. It's like um, the sort of weird set in this weird village, and you sort of you go into this village, and you might go into the shop, and there's like them doing them things about local people. It's all very right. kind of um, it's weird, but it's I find that really fun. I, I, I like random comedy like that. So, um, but Key and Peele in terms of in terms of the black sketch. Um, yeah. Show, well, yeah, definitely. What, what? I like it's called um, Murder in Successful, and then oh, Samson's in that, yeah. Uh, a different celebrity every show, and they have to go through some murder mystery, and it's a lot of improvisation and stuff like that, and it's just so dumb. So, <laughs> check it out. I've, I've, I've been keeping my eyes to the streets, guys, swear mm. because you know. That's why, I, that's why I came from, so, you know, I got my eyes online. And there's, 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 there's just kids. What city did you come from? Pecknam City, baby. Yeah. City. But um, Scary there's this kid online, yeah, called MB Bands. Bands. Yeah? Yeah, he's so, a shout out. If you guys don't even know, um, not Bemi and, and Danielle, yeah, this know. kid... <sighs> He has this crazy teacher that he, <laughs> he stutters. I have to show you. He stutters and he 
you know when I, you, you, you have a teacher in class, it's like, get out, get out now. And they used to get really frustrated on small things. And you can tell they're going, on, they're going through stuff in their personal lives. And they get red and blah, blah, blah. Mm. And that's, he puts that character in so much different situations. And mm. I'm seeing like a kid come up, like he's got like, um, like 40,000 followers on Instagram and Twitter. He's got a considerable amount. He's growing and I'm seeing that sooner or later, someone's going to grab him. Mm. But like, I like to like watch the raw, yeah. unfiltered, un, un-mainstreamed people before yeah. they go mainstream yeah. to see yeah. Even her facing the news, facing the news. She's hard. Yeah, I've seen that recently. Like, she's got a YouTube channel, she's got full episodes of stuff there, and it's just her and her ones, like, all production, all characters, and I think that she's been building it over the years, and we just need to collectively support these lot, especially... Yeah, 100%. 100%. Tom, do you think people like yourself, when you start on Instagram and Twitter, do you think they get to a crossroad where they have to decide... I mean, they can keep doing what they want to do, obviously, but do you think you get to a crossroad where it's like, do I decide to take this more seriously? And, you know, obviously go with the BBC route, uh, similar to what you've done, Parada's done. Do you think they will have to get to that point and ask themselves that question as well? Um, there's, there are two routes you could go. There's, there's the route of, I'm going to, I'm going to go down this road and I'm going to get all the endorsements in the world and I'm going to mm. be a YouTube star. I'm going to make millions. We've seen it. We've seen Michael Dapper do it. Mm-hmm. We've seen him do sketches. He's, guy's got a house. He's, he's got double platinum from zero. Mm. But it's like, it's a personal choice. Do you want to be an actor or do you want to entertain people online? Mm. Those things like, look, apps crash all the time. Vine completely stopped. Oh man. Like yeah. if I said to myself I'm gonna carry on and then Vine stopped one day, what does that mean? I'm not getting no money no more. Like I have to find something like it's I felt like acting was a much more concrete thing for me and that was always my goal. And mm. Instagram, it had its moment. I couldn't see myself doing that till like I was 30, like making phone videos on my phone. And you you just get to a point you have to choose. Yeah. You have to choose. And if you stick with one, it's like once you go further down that road, you can no longer really come back here because it's very bougie. Mm, you, will, you will be seen in that way. It's like it took me a yeah. while for people to stop seeing me in a certain light. You've got to shake it off. Which yeah. is crazy. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting development, which I guess it goes, yeah, they have to, they will have to ask themselves what route do they want to go? Um, but it was, it'll be interesting to see what they choose, especially that MB Banks because I think he's there's something there, he's tapped into something. And it's I've, really had funny. Me- I've had to message him a few times, like because when I sometimes it's raw and unfiltered, but he will say certain words, and I'm like, <laughs> You will kill your, your growth before you even start, <laughs> you know, just because, just to just to, to find just so that people can laugh, or just because you know, yeah. but then you don't know but who's what. You don't know, yeah, 100%. like, all of that. Because these videos, they live forever, man. Like, some of, some of your yeah. skits, we still see to this day, like, you just see them and, like, you and, like, Tipper Every walking and doing stuff. Every time I them, they will still get millions of views. And I'm just, like, I feel like putting them in a DVD <laughs> and just selling them. It's, maybe it's maybe I have become millionaire. <laughs> mm. It's immortalising our culture, man. So that we got we got to take care of these people who are making new stuff as well, like. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah I fully agree with you. Would you be interested in giving them the opportunity to come on the show on Famalam? Or would that be something, a potential... Me, I'm not producer. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how much people are in my DMs, like, saying, I want to be on Famalam? Like, loads of kids. And God bless them. Some of them I haven't replied because I'm just like, we're all stuck on quarantine. You're asking me if I had to get on Family Lamb. I'm just like, it doesn't make any sense. And I, I, I don't want to, I feel bad telling them or crushing their dreams. Yeah. But it just doesn't work like that. Like, I didn't yeah. go to anyone and say, hey, put me on this show. Yeah. It just yeah. doesn't work like that. And, and people got to make their own way that, let me let you into a little a little secret yeah there there, there was a, a online kid called um uncle ed yeah um mm. uncle ed like to give you guys um daniel and um Bermi context the whole university scene he he that was his he all the jokes there all the university jokes all the things that pertain to transitioning from home life to university life surviving and leaving he controlled that. That's where he got like loads of his followers and he does it immaculately. But early yes. on, he came to me with no work and just said, I want to I wanna do videos with you. And I'm like, where, where in life do we go without any credibility, any qualification or anything and say, I just want to do this? Mm-hmm. I said to him, you're better off creating your own thing. Take as much time as you want. And when you come back to anyone, whether it's me, whether it's anyone, you stand on your own two feet. You don't want anyone to ever say, like, I took you from zero. And I'm, not that I would say that to him. Yeah. And he went off and he became, like, his uh, he's, he's own star in his own, in his own eyes. There's a point he had, like, UK Twitter on Smash. Mm. I, I was very proud there because I was like, what if I just said yes to him and blah, blah, blah. What would have been the turn of events? Mm-hmm. And... I forgot the question you asked me now. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I guess there is a beautiful story of someone ever, going out and doing it on their own. Yeah, the question was, would you ever get one? He's of those doing stand up comedy now, like actual stand up comedy. Like, like he, he does sets. That's his, he's, he's growing now. He's, he's, he made his choice. He got to a point where he's like, okay, this is serving me up to here, but I want something more credible. He's actually doing stand up shows. So that's the direction he's taken. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's good. Danielle, what was your progression? Because obviously it's quite interesting to... Uh, Tom's is quite well documented, but it's interesting to see uh, what was... How did you get your start and how are you... Like, what's... How did you get the career going, really? Um, I was living in a hostel and then my friend was like, oh, do you want to go to this open audition? I was about 17. I said, yeah, let's go. Then I got the lead and the BBC show. Then after that, I got uh, attacked the block, and I was at uni. I was studying like media or communication, whatever. And then they were like, "Oh, just take three months out, and then you come back after, just join semester B." Like, but I just after that, I got agent. I started doing loads of theater, loads of television, and I've just been working since then. I got to go. Booked and busy. Baby, what about you? What's been your my uh, trajectory is basically quite, as an actor, I was very much went to drama school, always wanted to act. I was writing and I was writing school play. Like I wrote my first full length play at age 12 
and got the school to produce it. And I was always like, Energy. trying to like go, you, you stand there. And so I was always <laughs> excited about telling stories from a young age. Um, but there was a lot of resistance in my family because I'm Nigerian and that's not a credible career. So I, I had to hustle and I had to lie. <laughs> and lie, I was like studying like maths and science and sneak out to drama club and stuff like that. And then um, eventually I got into drama school and I trained for three years in Scotland. And uh, was like, felt like I was the only black person in the whole of Scotland at the time. And, uh, and then came out and, and literally just worked as an actor ever since. But while I was doing that, um, I started my own arts organization as well, where I was like writing plays and directing plays and, and then, then doing some music videos and things like that and just growing and cultivating the other sides of me that I really wanted to do. And, and so when things like opportunities like to write with Famalam came, I was kind of ready for them, you know? Mm. So yeah, it was kind of like building the different facets of my creativity sort of in different ways. So. Got you. Perfect. That's great. I've got a question for you. I've got any man. Here you go. Sorry, man. Um, basically, why am I starting with basically? Anyway, so um, how do you know about Tamarine? Um, the the crew. <laughs> what question is this? <laughs> um, no, because I want to know. Like, are you going to be doing like a health series on on your Instagram? <laughs> I might. I grew up in Saint Lucia, isn't it? And so I just ate a lot of tamarind. And so, Tamarind. What? How do you know about it? What are you? What are you? Dominican. I'm, I'm. I'm from Tanzania. That's East Africa. Oh, Tanzania. Yeah, a lot of the East Africans around here, especially, they're always selling that juice. But we have. What is Tamarind? Tamarind. It's in a shell. Yes. It's that sour. It's like a. a is it a plant? Is it a fruit? Or is it? Fruit. I think it's a fruit. I think it's a fruit. But basically, it's. It's healthy for you. It's great for you, but it yeah. just tastes like a sour sweet. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. But we do you yeah. have tamarind balls? Because we have the balls and they roll it up and they roll it in sugar, and then it's just a snack like that. I'm not, I'm not too sure. <laughs> <laughs> but are you going to be like continuing with your your health series on Instagram? I'm like, I see how I feel in it. When I feel like making something, and I make something. Sometimes I want to make a funny video, I make a funny video. Sometimes I'm cooking, I'm like, let me film this. It's just like, mm. when I feel like when you feel like doing something, you should do it because you can't wait for inspiration this day. Definitely. Have any of you guys got some small projects that, that you're starting on the side? Even though acting is your main thing, have you got like small projects on the side? Um... Um, small projects. Uh, I mean, I, I, I write, so I love writing. I'm, I'm always like, I, I write spoken word and things like that. So, um, I'm just currently just trying to record some of the things that I've done over the years in terms of spoken word and just lay them down as not tracks, but just record them just as a, as a thing to do. I've got, um, re I've literally yesterday got my new cameras come through. So I'm going to be just doing a lot more just filming and just getting to grips with my new cameras, which I'm really kind of excited about and just getting, yeah, just getting some 
I want to be, I want to be DP level, like as a director, you know, I want to be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna, I'm sort of like, yeah, got my lights, got my tripod, got my, um, my cinema camera and my DSLR and just play with, with, with lighting and things like that and just figure that out. So those are like just personal things that I'm doing, I guess. Okay. Um, I've been writing for a couple of things, which is nice to like, that's a thing now. Um, I've got some money from my local borough to make a short film with young people. So I do quite wow. a lot of work with people with referral units, youth offenders institutes and prisons. And so I feel like it's really important to have an outlet for arts in the community. And Definitely. so obviously through this, like Matt and I go on, like everyone's at yard, but hopefully after, like, I know what I want to do. I've got the, the funding on the back end, so trying to get that moving and get the young people we need to talk <laughs> we need to talk because there's yeah if you're talking like new like mm -hmm. yeah i'm barking i'm barking and begging them now you're barking and oh you're not new no. new yeah. yeah. talk to jay has uh bisola i'm not saying bisola when bisola talk to jay has he's from your area he's good he's governing He's got money. money. <laughs> no, I'm not asking Daniel for money. I was like, give me some of your funding. <laughs> like, that's not what I'm um, but no, just yeah, because no, I I I I love community and work for community. I think that's really important as creators to be able to just yeah invest. Sorry, gone. Interrupting you. No, that I was finished. That was it. Okay. <laughs> One more <bit> of <laughs> Um, uh, me, me, me and my friend Demi have been probably on our, like our tenth draft now with the BBC on this this project that we have with them, which we really like. And I don't even know when that's going to come out because you know, you know these things you do right in twenty seventeen and comes out in twenty twenty one. But um, very happy about that. During this quarantine time as well, me and my housemate, we wrote a black female version of you. That's a true story. When you said true story. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's amazing. Like the content that we got to draw from and just from the pilot, from the way the pilot's looking, like the, the treatment, the app, it was like 10 pages. And so we're really happy about that. I've spoken to you know, I'm in bed with the BBC, as they say. So, it's <laughs> <laughs> my BBC guys. I have the well, they're they're Love really like they're really showing interest in it, and it's a drama. So, that's the, my first time touching anything like that. I'm usually more in the ha 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 world. Mm. But, um, I'm very happy about that. It's it is a chilling story, like, and I know once it hits the UK and um, the blacks see it. You guys, you guys will, you know how it is in you. Like, you, he's mm. doing mad stuff, but you root for him. Yeah, of course. yeah, that's different. He's white. This is a black 22 year old girl. Different, he's black. Yes, yeah, it's, it's different. Like, but it's like you're seeing a young black girl doing those things, and you, you're on her side. And I'm not going to say the reason why, but like, it's, it's an amazing story. And no, I want to see this now. I'm in. I'm in. I'm saying. I've been sold. Casting. Just saying, like you know. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that you had a housemate though. I thought you lived alone. 
like the rest of us. <laughs> oh no no no! I live with my my cousin John, he's the actor, and my friend Shaq. John, he's oh. actor. Yeah. Shout out to John and Shaq, innit? Shout out to John and Shaq. Yeah. Shout out to Demi as well. He's he's great, man. Every time I see him on something, like he's just doing a madness. Whether it's Touchline Freckles or like, like I guess you guys have a good relationship, like your friendship. But he's he's doing well as well, man. That guy. Yeah, man, you know, <laughs> the children of God, we just accept whatever we got. Dems is actually playing my husband in something right now. But I swear. It's so, yeah. Mad. Low key things. Low key things. <laughs> Low key things. That's great. Oh. Tom, uh, before we go, I was going to quickly just get your opinion on, like, you know, so you went on um, 90s Baby Show recently. Yeah. And uh, I'm an advocate of, like, podcasts in the UK and stuff. I'm a big fan. And uh, that episode was really, really, like, it just kind of... Because they were trying to do loads of visual stuff and, like, loads of stories on that episode were really, like, chilling and stuff. But I felt like it was such a good... Like, it's just, like, a different, like, view of UK media. And the content was so good. Like, do you think the UK podcast scene is, like, growing in a positive light? Because what they're doing is incredible and, like, I feel like we're trying to obviously emulate that. Do you think there's a space for us to to grow as a scene? Just from like a UK pers- like media perspective. All right. I don't know if I'm the best person to, to, to analyze it or to give you a perspective because one, I didn't listen to podcasts. Two, mm. I have not managed to fit them into my routine of life. Like how yeah. people have one in the background. I haven't been able to do that yet. And it's something I'm, I'm, I'm definitely going into because I'll, I forgot to tell you to answer your question. There was one more thing that I was planning to do next. And I went on that show, um, uh, Bemi and Danielle, and I spoke about, I, I kind of prayed to God because I didn't want to go on a platform and just talk about anything and nonsense. And uh, mm. when I look at the other stuff that's online now, people are talking about being promiscuous or sex stories. and all that. I, I'm not in that world. Mm. Like, mm. like maybe in the past when I was younger, but that's not my ideals now. So I was very wary. I was like, what am I going to talk about on there? And I ended up speaking about my experiences with God, my experiences with, I was speaking about, um, speaking about witchcraft and stuff and some stories that um, happened when I was younger. And it went viral. The video got like 100K views and people were like, oh, you're, you're preaching the word of God. Because I was telling people like, there's no, this is, I'm not saying this for fear. I'm saying that there's spiritual stuff with the, that, that comes with implications with sex and everything. Mm-hmm. And I feel you guys have a duty because you are influencing the airways. It's almost like yeah. if there's a fire, it's not really the fire that kills us. The smoke, it's the stuff will. It's like when people say drill music is bad, it makes people do that. No, people have been murdering, people have been stabbing. That is the fire. The music mm. that perpetrates that, the smoke is what spreads and what eventually kills. That's what I think. So I feel like you guys beware of the things you speak about because it's becoming so popular. Like record labels are giving out advances for people that are doing podcasts. I've never seen that before. The game has changed. Like, the game has completely changed. So, and definitely changed. People are a lot, everything is in, everything is wired, everything is technology now. So, there's definitely a space. That illusion of there's not being space, that is the, 
one of the being in this industry, I've seen that all it is is someone coming in and deciding to not leave the door open for other people. Mm-hmm. They just close it behind them. So you can have the thing of like, oh, right, only one black thing at a time or only one type of thing at a time. It's, mm. it's, it's so fake. It's, it's, I don't think that, that's not what the world looks like. Um, but yeah, it's exciting for you guys because I... The next thing I want to do, I, I want to go on, because every podcast I seem to go on and speak about this type of stuff, the experiences that I've lived, and there's lots of people on ends that have experienced mad stuff. I think um, Bemi, Danielle, they can, I guarantee you if they tell their story somewhere, everyone's going to be like, wow, this is mad. So I already have the platform to do that. So I'm going to, I'm going to do these stories and I'm going to animate them and yeah, start a YouTube channel. And it's going to be faith-based. On, on the like s- spreading the good news, but real, not like this is church. Yeah, yeah. This is more mm. like this is me. I've been through this. This is how I got out. And it's God not, has it's me. not like motivational yeah. speaking. It's just proper words. And yeah, and essentially, podcast. You guys are you guys are almost being therapeutic to people. You're you're easing people's anxiety when you talk about certain topics and stuff. So. Yeah. With great power comes great responsibility. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I agree, man. No, I love for that. But yeah. Uh, so what happens now? <laughs> what happens now is uh That's a good question, you know. <laughs> we didn't plan this far ahead. <laughs> I, I live in awkward silences, you know, so to me it's fine. Daniel's the queen of it. She'll, she'll, stare. <laughs> she'll be like, no. <laughs> this energy, man. Energy. She'll just energy, stare at me No. <laughs> what is that? Did you tie-dye that yourself? No, I bought it like that. Oh, okay. Sorry. And no. then the silence. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, guys, love to have you on. Um, would you like to share... To the people who are listening currently at the moment, seeing the visuals, even though we are on Zoom, um, where they can find you on social media. This is Bimmy. But it's just fine with Bimmy. Don't look for me! <laughs> Don't look at me! Don't me! I can't take you anywhere! I cannot influence your life! Um... No, I mean, I'm on Twitter. <laughs> Facebook. I'm mostly on Facebook because I'm old. Um, but I'm on Twitter. Like I say, I might put out a tweet every six months and it will be like, like, <laughs> now TV, can I get my refund? <laughs> 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 so, um, but yeah, I'm on Twitter. Vimy uh, underscore Ikumelo, I think. <laughs> but I ain't on Instagram or nothing. Sorry. Um, at Daniel Vitalis everywhere. My name is Tom Mucci. That is Tom space M-O-U-T-C-H-I. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook fan page. Um, <laughs> all the media is that social. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny. MySpace, yes, I'm still on there. Uh, High five, <laughs> Bebo, Pixel. <laughs> 
Well, that could start. <laughs> yeah, just for Richie, guys. Perfect. No. Again, just appreciate you guys coming on. Um, yeah, obviously, you come on now. season three is on the way. So excited for you guys. It's a great season. Like, you have to take it in. Again, elite comedy. When is it coming finish. out? They don't know. Ask <laughs> me again. Soon. <laughs> when is it coming out? I don't have one picture as a memory. <laughs> It's coming soon. Yeah, let it go. Daniel, uh, I'll get you your pictures. Don't worry. I'm going to get to that. <laughs> Thanks for having us, guys. No, no worries. worries. No worries. Thank no worries. you very much. Take it easy. Um, Jasmine, nice to Yeah, well done, guys. Really good.